Welcome to episode 135 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time out, we're looking at Rain King. It's season 6, episode 8. The original air date was January 10th, 1999. And the Increased ratings from the Fox Marathon have been fairly kind to this one. It's come up from a 7.3 to a 7.6 out of 10. It was directed by Kim Manners, roughly marking the halfway point in his history with The X-Files. He eventually directs 51 episodes. This is episode 26 for him. It was written by Jeffrey Bell. This is his first of five X-Files episodes. His only prior writing credit was for Radio Inside but he will go on to work on shows like Angel, Alias, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., amongst others. Now in this episode, Mulder and Scully come in to investigate a case where there seems to be someone who can control the weather. He's got a business called The Rain King, and he lost a leg in a severe storm earlier this year that happened on Valentine's Day and ended up with heart-shaped hailstones falling from the sky. Now, since that day, in the middle of a drought, he has been able to do a dance and call down the rain and control the weather. He ended up breaking it off with the woman he was engaged to at the time, although it was a secret engagement. And she works at a TV station, and the local weatherman seems to have a lot of sympathy for her, while the Rain King has moved on to a much younger woman in his life. As things progress, The original woman that the Rain King was engaged to comes to Alderaan Scully and says that she's the one that's actually causing the rain. It's been following her her entire life, all sorts of strange weather patterns. But Mulder assures her it's not her. He actually believes it's the weatherman at the TV station that she works at because he is in love with her. Investigation leads to the point where the weatherman also believes that. Of course, Scully has a hard time accepting it. And they played that up a little bit. It is funnier than a lot of the previous episodes, although it's not all-out comedy like we've gotten in, say, Clyde Brookman's Final Repos or Jose Chung's Router Space. There's just more comedic moments. We also have a few notable guest stars. Now, Clayton Rohr plays Daryl Moots, the Rain King. He's best known for this Ozark and G vs. E as well as a show called Just One of the Guys, which I've never seen myself, but anytime I hear that phrase now, I think back to Sean Engel and his Green Lantern podcast. We miss you, Sean. Rorner has 82 credits to his name, including a very long list of guest spots on some prominent shows. David Manis plays Holden Hart. He's the weatherman in this. He's only got 13 acting credits total, and he's best known for his work in this, Mr. and Mrs. Smith as a technician, Dream Date, and Joe Hart corporate writer. Those last two don't even have movie posters listed on the IMDb, but he did direct both. Francesca Ingracia plays Cindy. She's best known for Election Without a Trace, Flip the Script, and Vampire Dad. Now, the guest star who was best known at the time was Victoria Jackson. At this point, she'd already done 109 episodes of Saturday Night Live, as well as UHF and Casual Sex. She's also known for I Love You to Death. She's got 70 credits to date and is still working. Although it's possible now that Dirk Blocker is more recognizable 
This is his only X-Files appearance. But he's also known for Prince of Darkness, Poltergeist, Starman, the movie, not the TV series, and currently plays Hitchcock on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's that Brooklyn Nine-Nine role that may keep him mostly in the public perception at the moment. Now, this is an entertaining episode. I'm a little more accepting of it now than I was before, because this is the first one that really seems to be pushing the idea of Mulder and Scully getting together romantically, which I never thought fit the show when it was first happening. Now I know how everything plays out, and even though it still would be my choice to keep their reputation platonic, I do see what they did with it and have accepted it, because it has led to some good stories. As far as the science is concerned, Mulder's conjecture that weather affecting people might work both ways just doesn't make any sense. It's like saying you get an emotional reaction from a TV show, so your emotions also affect the way the TV show plays out. Even though it's an identical broadcast to every home and not everyone will have the same emotional reaction that you will, it doesn't automatically stand to reason that there's a reciprocal relationship especially when you look at how much energy it takes to create massive weather patterns and how much energy people have. I mean, that would be the world's greatest workout. If you're the one changing the weather, you're the one driving the energy feed. Conservation Energy says you're going to be burning more calories than you would with a week on the treadmill. It just doesn't make sense to be able to produce these storms. On top of that, some of the weather they've had It's one thing to seed clouds and produce hail. It's something else to make that hail fall in the shape of hearts or rain rose petals, as they talked about having happened in the past, although it doesn't happen on screen. There's just a lot going on here that makes no sense and is just not really feasible. So the science doesn't work, but the story and the entertainment do. This is one of the funniest episodes of the season, and it's Well above average for comedy in the series, although as I said, it's not quite one of those dedicated comedic episodes. This does kind of walk the line and go back and forth. Certainly well worth watching. And that's this week's. Before we get on to next week, I do also want to shout out a thank you to David Smith, creator of Bureau 42, and the web server. Some of you may have noticed that the server was down for a few days. I let them know about the problem actually yesterday at the time of this recording, in less than 36 hours, he had migrated all of our podcasts to a brand new server, switched everything over, put in, I don't know how many hours to get the back end working so we could get this podcast out uninterrupted. So a huge thank you to Dave for that. I don't think people realize how much he does in the background keeping the site running. So I just want to bring that to the foreground. Anyway, that's all we have to say about Rain King this week. So join us again in about two weeks' time when we go into SR819, which is the next long-term MythArc episode. Thank you for listening.